Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the Eagles with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni for one more day. That's it. That's My it. last day. You put in your time, mister. I can't wait to be able to sleep past 445 in yeah, the morning. Now don't get used to it because one of us is going to take some more time off real soon. All right. Because <laughs> we deserve it. What a show today, man. Comedian uh, Mike Hanley is going to be joining us. He's going to be at the Loft Comedy Club tonight. Yes, he is. For yes, an outstanding is. night of comedy. He is uh, one that is a can't-miss, don't-miss comedian. Uh, so he'll be on with us. He's hilarious. You'll awesome. Get a, a feel for that on the air. There's also a very good possibility we may get to an open line Friday today. Oh, boy. I'm going out on a limb and say, you know, we might as well face danger together and <laughs> jump off the cliff. Feel like we haven't talked to Mike Jones or Vince for a while, so yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Long overdue. <laughs> we'll, we'll go off the cliff uh, Thelma and Louise style whenever perfect, for that one. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> There's that and other stuff, too. It's 536 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. GG. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 555 and John Fogarty with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. Last day for... Uh, for Marty, he uh, yeah. Steve comes back on Monday. We'll see how long he lasts before he's got to take some time off. He's stressed uh, out. Yes, he he is. There's a uh, heat advisory until tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Today it's going to be sunny with record high temperatures, a high of 91. Uh, tonight, a few clouds, maybe the chance of another stray thunderstorm because yesterday's was awesome. Those are fun. Those were real fun. And uh, thunderstorms on Saturday, some of which could be severe, a high of 86. Sunday, though, looks like a pretty nice day. Mostly sunny and high of 80. Whoa. Yeah. That's an actual looks, reasonable day? That might be a reason to go out of the house, but oh. uh, everything else, uh, not so much. Can't take your boat on the river still. I, I, I Thankfully, uh, that's not a worry for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm, I'm nautical enough, but not to own a boat. <laughs> uh, Mike Hanley uh, is going to be joining us after 8 o'clock. He's uh, going to be headlining tonight at the Law of Comedy Club. Looking forward to it. Absolutely fantastic comedian. Definitely people should get their tickets now online at loftcomedyclub.com and come out to the show. You know, I, I noticed yesterday I was uh, doing absolutely nothing all day long yesterday, and I was uh, flipping around on Netflix, and there's the Mark Norman the oh, yeah. comedy special, uh, His Hour. Soup to nuts. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, he's at the at the loft. Now he's on Netflix with a big fat comedy special. You're sitting three three feet away from him watching him tell jokes, and now they're right there on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to sit three feet away from him, but apparently uh, somebody thought that'd be a really good idea to put me in the front row. I, I, I did that as a special treat. <laughs> that's, not always, <laughs> that's not always the best seat in the house. Oh, that's so funny. You don't ever want to be the target. Your face was so funny. It was a mix of <laughs> horror and gratitude. I would have been fine with obstructed view. I was like, do you want to sit close to the stage? Like, no, no, I don't need to. It's fine. I can sit farther back. I said, well, let me see what I can do. I literally, the the two, the, and I made sure you had no one on either side. Just those two chairs right yeah, there. We were, we, Jenny and I were right in the front row, yeah. and, I, and I knew that uh, when you went up, I said, okay, two things are going to happen. One, he's just going to ignore me like I would prefer, or he's going to, uh. three things are going to happen. He's going to ignore me, uh, which would be fine. Which just be but like, not fun. Because just being like an everyday citizen is sometimes a breath of fresh air. Uh, or he's going to acknowledge that I'm sitting in the front row. Or he's going to say, here's back from Rock 102 come with 15 up. good minutes. <laughs> I almost did the come on up, but yeah, I was like, no, nah. that's, uh, that's, that's I was like, they're on date night. But I wanted I wanted you to hear all the people that were... Uh, the, all, you know, get your get your love from the folks. And, no, it, was, uh, it was it was a great night. And uh, again, 
you're looking for uh, for live comedy, do yourself a favor. The Loft is a great club, great place to see uh, to get a lot of laughs. We we had a lot of listeners come out last night to the show for the uh, the chicken teriyaki and the yeah. roasted potatoes Ch- and the vegetable medley. And vegetable. Well, we switched it up at the end. We went we went with sauteed green beans. Right Ooh, at the wire. You know, big, big change. A lot of change. people go specifically for the vegetable medley. S- Saute green beans added to the lineup. Um, I don't see any chopped zucchini or summer <laughs> squash here at all. Vegetable medley got caught at the airport, so uh, sauteed green beans came in. And, no, we had, a, we had a real fun show. A lot of listeners came. Such nice things that they they, they were saying That's you awesome. know, about you and about the show. And um, they, it, was, it was awesome. It was a good night. So thank you. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, back in my day, the only epiphany that really mattered was a holy day of obligation, celebrating the feast of the first manifestation of the Gentiles, the manifestation of the divinity, and the holy celebration of the first miracle performed at the wedding of Cana. 2023 years later, the Epiphany now celebrates the very moment in which running back Saquon Barkley signs a one-year contract with the New York Giants for $10.1 million. On Wednesday, Saquon Barkley ignored the temptation to hold out for a better long-term contract and decided against staging a holdout after allegedly having what he describes as an Epiphany. Not the kind that survives the dissolution of all but three liturgical octaves from the Pope, but the kind that reveals itself to say, hey, If I hold out, there are no divine commandments assuring that I would secure a more lucrative long-term deal with the Giants. According to Barkley, quote, sometimes you don't have, you don't come to an agreement. I had to come to a decision. And like I said, I had an epiphany. I had a mindset of what I was going to do. I changed my mind. He also went on to say that despite this eternal recognition of grace, he is still somewhat disappointed by the fact that he was only able to squeeze a $10 million deal from the Giants, even with the additional incentives that could kick it up to at least $11 million. Now granted, pulling a $10 million contract from the Giants isn't exactly on par with the miracle of turning water into wine, but for Giants fans, it's pretty damn close. In fact, you either have uh, time with the wine, uh, have an easier time with the wine than getting an NFL team to pay top dollar for a running back these days, even if he did rush for more than 1,300 yards last season. It just goes to show that even the best miracles can be terribly disappointing. Ever go to a wedding and can't get a drink of water? I think I've made my point. I only wish that someone could insult me with a $10 million contract because I would have an epiphany all over myself. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Bob of the Agawam Rockies is a man of steel. Steel chainsaws, steel blowers, steel trimmers. Bob is a steel train expert and can show you why the orange and white is the only way to go. Good people like Bob and Rock Solid Service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 613 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. There's a heat advisory that's in effect until tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. It's going to be sunny today, record high temperatures, a high of uh, 91. Uh, tonight, you'll have a few clouds. There's a chance of a stray thunderstorm. Tomorrow, thunderstorms, some of which could be severe, and a high of 86. Sunday looks good, mostly sunny, 
and a high of 80. It's 69 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. You get one of those uh, storms yesterday there uh, in Hamden? Uh, yeah, we got um, a lot hard? of yeah, what? Did you get hit hard? We got hit pretty hard. I mean, uh, no uh, no damage uh, around my neighborhood. Never no lost hail? Ne- no hail. Never lost power, which is weird because the reputation was that uh, when I moved to Hampton, yeah, I gotta have to get ready for uh, for blackouts, and and I've rarely had any. I got uh, I got a I got a message at God knows what time in the morning. Uh, a guy from Chicopee, right on uh, off Prospect Street in Chicopee. Look at this. What's going on there? You see the hail? Oh yeah. Yeah. See people yeah. can't see that at home, but yeah, that's like that's like us. that's like pea size hail though. I mean, you 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 want to talk about hail? Give me uh, something like about the size of a softball. That uh, yeah, that's gonna smart. The when kind that ruins your carhood. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been in that before. I remember as a kid, I was um I was riding my bike to my grandmother's house. Actually, riding back from my grandmother's house back to Attleboro. I mean, from Attle from Attleboro to Rehoboth. On a bike? On a bike. Okay. It's only a couple miles. All right. Anyway, um, as I'm as I'm riding home, all of a sudden it starts to hail, rain, and pour, and thunder, and lightning, and then hail uh, starts to fall. While well, you're on the bike? While I'm on the bike. No helmet, because this is like the 80s, right? It's 70s, 80s. 1981, yeah, maybe. Yeah. They did, any kid riding a bike with a helmet. Is like one of those kids with like the soft cranium, you know, like one of those kinds of kids. Also, the kid with the short body. I got you. Yeah, I, I, see, I, I, I see what you're throwing. It was never, it was never a consideration right. that you know maybe I should protect my body or my head in a hailstorm right. on a bicycle, because you know you had to get home. You don't expect to be assaulted by the earth, by the atmosphere. Yeah, and I wasn't going to ask my grandmother, hey. Uh, 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 grandma, could you put the uh, could you could you help me put my bike in your trunk S- and so you could drive me home? Because there's no way I'm driving home in this. How uh, how bad was it though when you're getting hit with the hail? Pretty. Uh, pretty uh, bad? It hurt a lot. Yeah, it was very very painful. I, uh, I mean, it was not large. It wasn't like golf right. ball, but it was enough. When that stuff is coming down at you and you're and you're outside, it it stings. Yeah, it's it's smarts. It wasn't uh, it wasn't my best moment, but. Uh, yeah, that actually happened. We had, uh, you know, I was driving up to View Street, and uh, I had to go two different ways because we had trees coming down across the roads. Yeah, they were. We got were, we got hit. We got hit pretty hard. There are a couple of areas in uh, around uh, around town in Springfield that got hit. Yeah. A couple of places uh, in uh, in East Springfield that got to, that had down trees and power lines or whatever. I promise you, if next week is really nice when I'm not in here. I just won't come in anymore if, if it's just because it seems like when I'm in here, there's a natural disaster yeah, knocking on the doorstep. You're a fair weather fr- uh, friend and a yeah. fair weather performer. Exactly. Fair, yeah, I understand that. Yep. But uh, yeah, so uh, heat advisory. So today is going to be a little uh, a little nasty, but it is going to start cooling down. Like I said, Sunday's only going to be 80. It's going to feel like a it's going to feel like early spring. A welcome day of respite for people to get out and enjoy the day. But what are you going to do? You know what? Do you, what yeah. can you do on Sunday? You're not going to go swim in a pond. River, no, river's no. probably still not good, right? Well, they're they're starting to recede. Well, I don't know. I think I say that, but you know, yesterday you had that big, the big rainstorm. I was going to say, you know, the, some of those waters are starting to recede, but they get replenished with more more rain. Just a sponsorship idea again for a really eager. If we had a turd cast, there would be no question. <laughs> Have you noticed, though, that we, we're no longer talking about how much sewage is going into the river now? 
Well, that that even, conversation is now over. That guy who was keeping track of it, that was his job. He just he just punched out. He's like, I can't, I can't. It's coming too much. It's listen, too often. Listen, uh, thirty six million gallons. That's kind of an estimate. I stopped counting at like five gallons he's doing of raw sewage into the Connecticut River. Yeah. Right. He's like, I can't. Yeah, I can't, 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 can't keep up with it. And you know, really. Uh, you, I mean, you got to believe when you've got a rainstorm like this, that's exactly what's going on 100%. with these drainage systems. They're all pouring sewage right into the rivers and ponds and all that stuff. You know, it's funny, you know, when I travel for comedy, I fly into some of these places. You fly into like Ohio or Iowa or whatever. Right. And you see some of these rivers and these lakes and you're like, these disgusting people. <laughs> They're swimming their boat in yeah. this mud puddle. Like, what is wrong with these people? Uh, do you remember? But I'm sure anyone flying into Bradley right now yeah. is like, look at these gross oh, mess. people. Well, do you? You may be like a little bit too young to remember this, but you know there was a time in the '70s. And I can't remember if it was Lake Erie or the Ohio River, but they were set on fire. Oh, that was, it was Lake so polluted. Yeah, Lake Erie yeah. It was so polluted that you could set the top, the surface yeah. of that body of water on fire. I would think that if someone wanted to get crazy with right. all the methane that's pouring off you could just the Connecticut River, light you could it up. easily burn that thing dry. You'd be like Buddy Cianci down in Providence. You know, that guy <laughs> literally was like, we're going to make the city look nice again. Right? We're going to take this, knock that building down, move in, put a channel over there, get some of them gondolas like Italy. <laughs> and then uh, water baskets filled with fire. Yeah, That'll they, be a good one. And then they, uh, it feels like then they were smoking weed or something. They're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to light the water on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and now they light the water on fire. And you can't yeah. get a damn hotel room anywhere around Providence when there's the water fires. Which is crazy, because it's really literally just baskets in the water filled with fire. Right. It's crazy, because you could have gone to Lake Erie and just watched it for free with no baskets, completely unchecked. You could take a lawn chair, <laughs> set it up in the streets of Holyoke, and get the same kind of fire right. uh, fire show. Well, that's the most appetizing thing. When there isn't comedy, you should just come to View Street, sit on our brand new deck, and just do what I love to do during the summer. Watch Holyoke on fire. It's really nice. <laughs> It's like its own little set of fireworks every night at different yeah. factory. And of course, on Thursday night, you can also get uh, dinner and a, and a show. Yeah, you know, sometimes if yeah. the show's not good and going good, we'll just open up the curtains so everyone can just watch the factories on fire. <laughs> Let them burn. Yeah, watch it burn. Yeah. Oh, it's all gonna all gonna go down it's, at some point. It's six twenty with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock One Hundred Two. When it comes to interiors, Hyundai models have. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 627, and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. There's a heat advisory until tomorrow night at 8 o'clock today. Sun with record high temperatures, or the potential of record high temperatures, a high of 91 predicted today. Thunderstorms tonight and tomorrow, some of which could be severe, especially on Saturday, with a high of 86. 69 degrees right now in uh, in downtown Springfield. Yes, giggity indeed. Uh <laughs> Very quickly, uh, Sunday night, 9 o'clock here on Rock 102. It's Baxi's Musical Fun Bag. If you're a fan of uh, vintage, alternative, old, new wave, or classic punk, I'll be playing songs from uh, the Talking Heads, The Cure, Sonic Youth, Elvis Costello, even some Sinead O'Connor, all Saturday, uh, Sunday night, 9 o'clock, just before Little Steven's Underground Garage on Rock 102. Well, yeah. That's a lot of words. Yeah, it's a lot of words. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of work. You know, <laughs> you I, tell us Friday. Here, we're like, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I'm, I feel like... 
I, I'm sure you feel this too, but I feel like, you know, when I'm when I'm doing news, which is coming up in just a few minutes, and then, you know, Cohen decides to take the week yeah, off. Yeah. So all of a sudden I'm doing that that dumb little sports cast, a view from a couch, and news, then the fun bag, then a podcast. I feel like, you know what? Somebody is in need of way too much vacation time and you're looking at them. Well, you know, feel free to take as much as you need because when you go on vacation, I just sit here in the same spot and watch Nagel <laughs> juggle all those same balls, and I just smile. It's a lot of balls. And I like his- it's just about 6.32 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. The uh, It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. Sunshine was very short-lived this week as severe thunderstorms once again rolled through Western Mass early uh, Thursday evening. Storm damage across the city. Uh, resulted in down trees and wires down and on Allen Street, Talmadge Drive with trees falling uh, on Newhouse Street all over the place. In fact, in Springfield, uh, Victoria Street in East Springfield, large tree fell between two homes causing damage to the fence near one of those homes uh, and down wires and, uh, and to a light pole. That's going to that's gonna run into some money. And, uh, and that's kind of a mess because, you know, I don't know if you – you must know East Springfield enough to know how close those houses can be over there. I live very close to East Springfield. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, authorities are investigating the cause of a fire on the campus of uh, AIC yesterday uh, evening, prompting a, a quick response from the Springfield Fire Department. Around 5 o'clock Thursday, the Springfield Fire Department received a call of smoke coming from the roof of uh, uh, Corneotis Hall. I'm, I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. I think it's pronounced Hall. Uh, it's an academic hall in on AIC's campus. Uh, an official statement from uh, AIC President Dr. Hubert Benitez expressed confidence th- of the school's resilience and rebuilding and uh, and all of that. But uh, apparently no injuries reported as a result of the fire. They're currently investigating whether this fire was caused by a lightning strike or not. I don't know if you saw uh, yeah. pictures of it, but you know a lot of those buildings are old buildings. It wouldn't be. It's it's hard to imagine that something wouldn't be easily could set be, on fire could be a lightning strike could be well it's you know but it's oh, man. yeah but it's summertime and i don't know what kind of uh, summer sessions they're having at aic but you know normally when the heavy fall semester begins that's when you start seeing the uh the, the irresponsible student yeah. body could be one of those other kind of sessions uh, you never know you Who knows? never They'll know find out probably lightning though i guess East Hampton City Hall is closed and will remain so until further notice due to concerns about the safety of the air quality in the building. Uh, The building's heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems are in the process of being repaired, and City Hall was originally only supposed to be closed on Tuesday and Wednesday. However, in a statement, uh, uh, Mayor Nicole LaChapelle said that they've made the decision to keep the building closed until further notice to ensure the well-being of employees and residents who may enter the building. And, of course... Among the uh, departments in that building are the assessor's office, uh, public safety, uh, you know, collections, DPW, finance, technology, the city clerk, and the school department, which apparently oh, uh, that's, is, would not be the only thing that causes people to choke from the bad air. I thought maybe they were uh, closing down so they could change the signs on the restrooms, take that pesky word. I don't want to say it because it's really offensive. I don't want to trigger anyone. 
Ladies off the uh, lady off the ladies room. Well, you know, Marty, I see that as kind of a microaggression. Yes, and I've got a real problem with that. Remember that song in the eighties? That's like, "There's a meeting in the ladies room." <laughs> just, if you that must just feel like being beaten with a microaggressive stick when yeah. they hear that. Yeah, East Hampton's having a rough go. You They're know, not having their best year. I, you know, I don't. I feel like most of the people I know in East Hampton are reasonable people. Yeah. So what are you what are you doing? Why? What, how are these the people that you're putting in there? The the ones that are doing all this wacky. Well, I mean crap? they're not responsible for the, uh, the 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 poor air quality, but you sometimes wonder whether you know the pathogens that may be floating around in that building are the things that are affecting. Uh, I don't know uh, bad decision making and over uh, hypersensitivity. I was going to say I would make an argument that maybe if if you had your eye on the ball with the issues that really mattered, mm-hmm. maybe something like that wouldn't be a problem. Well, maybe. I don't, you know, it's hard to maybe hard to say. Maybe if you 12 hours a day for like five weeks in a row defending your microaggression letter, <laughs> you might miss some of the basics. That's all I'm saying. Uh, tenants at Pynchon uh, Townhomes and Edgewater Tower are and members of a nonprofit uh, focused on housing issues are demanding that Peabody Property uh, address numerous issues that residents say affect their current living conditions. About a dozen people marched into the management's company offices at Edgewater Tower yesterday and presented copies of a letter that asked the company to, for example, provide monthly exterminations, on-call maintenance staff, and quarterly meetings between tenants and staff. The uh, letter asked about uh, of, for about a dozen changes in all, and it was submitted under the name All Owners on Record. Attempts to reach the uh, representative of Peabody Property Management were unsuccessful, and according to its website, the company manages more than 50 properties in the city, which includes a high-rise apartment building uh, that manages over 600 apartments. So they want uh, they want uh, things to be changed a bit. Now, I, I, I don't know uh, about you if you ever had a problem with a landlord, um. but I once had to uh, bring a landlord to court. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, he accused us, this is many, many years ago. This, this, oh, this is the apartment that was actually five blocks away from Jeffrey Dahmer's place. Oh, back in Same uh, thing. Milwaukee. <laughs> now, you thought that apartment was pretty gross. Jeff had nothing on the on the dump we were staying char- at. Was the guy charging an arm and a leg? No, he wasn't doing, no, he wasn't doing no, that. Sorry. But, uh, you know, sorry. we had, I, our landlord was neglectful of his property. Yeah. Uh, repeatedly so. So when we were leaving... So we were, you know, when we, our lease was expiring right. and we were all moving out, he withheld our security par- uh, uh, the deposit. The landlord scumbag move. Right. Saying that we had caused, you know, irreparable damage to his building. Right. So um, one of my roommates, his older brother, had just passed the bar exam. Yeah. And had been a lawyer for all of about four months. I see. You're so we hired him. To represent us awesome. in court. Sounds like a movie. This could be like a Comedy Central movie. It was the guy's very first case as a lawyer. And uh, so we go, and, you know, there was like a bunch of our, our roommates. that you know, we, There were like seven people in yeah. our uh, in, under our lease. Five of us went, and uh, it was in front of a, a, a court magistrate. <laughs> and the landlord shows up. And he has no receipts. He has no pictures, no proof of any damage. And the first thing out of his mouth is, you'll have to excuse me, uh, Your Honor. I just had brain surgery. So this 
<laughs> so uh, all of a sudden, feel bad for me. Yeah, all of a sudden it just kind of snowballed against him, and uh, my uh, roommate's brother won his first case oh, that's nice. because of us. I think it's a feel good. It's the legal feel good story of the ages. Your friends are much more sophisticated than mine. I remember not me, but I remember one of my friends having a problem with his landlord not returning the security deposit and consulted with the law firm of Caproni and Caproni. <laughs> and I immediately... You, you tell them that you've hired Caproni Caproni, and they I, mean business. business. And I, I, I immediately uh, devised the amazing legal strategy. Um, I forget how you'd say it in Latin, but uh, uh, Elio Upper Deciero. Okay. I just, uh, I was like, we got to just take a bunch of upper deckers in both these bathrooms. Do you know what an upper decker is? Uh, no. Uh, it's where you go to the bathroom in the actual tank part of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really done much take of that. Take it to the upstairs. Yeah. No one can ever understand why the water that keeps going to the toilet doesn't look right or smell right. <laughs> so that was, you know, I didn't even charge her for that consultation. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. And, uh, You're working on a retainer, though. Uh, yep, yep, and then uh, I did not charge him uh, for the uh, putting an open can of tuna fish behind the refrigerator. I did not charge him for that. Uh, <laughs> I just made sure that, you know, if he was going to withhold the security deposit, he got his fun out of it. A uh, Springfield man was arrested Thursday morning for the murder of his roommate. According to a Springfield police spokesperson, uh, Ryan Walsh, officers were called to an apartment on Euclid Avenue around 4.55 a.m. to assist an ambulance, and inside the apartment they located a man with apparent stab wounds on the apartment floor. The man did die of his injuries. The victim's roommate, 63-year-old Robert Woods, was arrested for his murder. The Springfield Police, along with Hamden County uh, DA's office, are investigating uh, the incident. So that's uh, pretty scary stuff. That's a downer. Um, Record-breaking success in uh, instant lottery sales for the Massachusetts State Lottery. Uh, in 2023, uh, bolstered by the introduction of a new $50 scratch ticket, uh, has put the lottery director's previous concerns that they were going to lose their shirts uh, due to things like casino gambling and uh, sure. sports books and all this stuff. Turns out the $50 scratch ticket has turned their fortunes around. And amen to that, that the Massachusetts State Lottery still is enjoying uh, net profits of $1.176 billion, which I think is marvelous. You know, um, every time that something new happens in the state of Massachusetts, yeah, that uh, moderately threatens the lottery. The lottery goes ballistic, thinking yes. they're going to lose everything. Oh, sports books are coming to Massachusetts. We're going to lose our shirts. What? What's that? You say that uh, para, uh, you know, you know, para state, uh, yeah. you know, multi-state lotteries are going to uh, hurt us? Oh, we're gonna... oh, not a chance. S Massachusetts is still one of the most successful lotteries in the country. And I'm sorry, the kind of person that's spending money on lottery tickets is a very different kind of problem gambler than the one that's betting on football games sure. or you know sitting at a blackjack table. It's yep. very, very different points of view. They're just uh, uptight because they're like, I, I still can't believe that my brother-in-law, the state rep, got me this sweet gig. 
It was this or the T, baby. Yeah, one of the two, or, or the uh, the Turnpike Authority. That yeah, would have been the other one. That's did. what I'm talking Another about. Good yeah, gig. the T. That's sure. under. The, it's all under that that same umbrella now. So they just don't want the gravy train to end, baby. No, nope, it you. keeps coming, and we just keep getting uh, we just keep getting itchy. Uh, a heat advisory until tomorrow at eight o'clock tonight. Sunny. Uh, oh, it's going to be sunny today with record high temperatures with a high of ninety one tonight. There'll be a few clouds. There's a chance of a stray thunderstorm. You'll really see thunderstorms on Saturday, some of which could be severe with a high of eighty six. Sunday looks pretty decent. It's uh, seventy degrees right now on Rock one hundred two. Rock one hundred two is clap. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 649. And the Rolling Stones, Bax and Nagel, and Marty Caproni in Rock 102. Again, the uh, the weather, you've got uh, yourself a uh, heat advisory in effect until tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Uh, today, sunny with record high temperatures, a high of 91. There is a chance of a, th- uh, a stray thunderstorm and uh, a few clouds tomorrow though uh you will have thunderstorms some su- could be severe on a high of 86 it's about uh, 70 degrees right now in uh, downtown springfield uh pat kelly is going to be at uh mgm springfield tonight 7 to yeah. 9 for free music friday at the at the plaza hopefully the rain will uh will uh, slip by and there'll be no problems american honey will be performing tonight stop by the rock 102 table for your chance to win stuff the Plaza Bar, we open every free music Friday, offering summer cocktails and non-alcoholic beverages for those of you who just can't have a good time. Stop by a TGIF, a TGIF Square, where you'll find uh, White Lion Wild Dandelion Beer Trailers, the uh, the New Shot Shed, serving summer offerings from local distillers, Top Golf Swing Sweetened Bar, and Indian Motorcycle. It's tonight, MGM Springfield at the Plaza. American Honey is the band uh, with Pat Kelly and the road crew on Rock 102. It's good to see Pat Kelly. Yeah. Good to have him, uh, you know, working hard and doing stuff. So. Uh, he's helping uh, get these dogs adopted. That makes me. That makes me. Yeah, proud. he's he's done. Uh, he's uh, real big in the dogs. I'm a big dog guy too. No, I know. I, I know would, you. I would bring in one of these sheltered dogs right now to get him adopted, but I know you guys won't. You wouldn't like it. Well, I don't. I don't mind uh, animals in the studio. That's uh, that's fine. I'd be bringing them in, and then Nagel would be arguing. You can't put ketchup on the dog. I'd be like, Oh yeah, put yeah, on the dog. yeah, no kidding. Or he'll show pictures of his dog, and oh, boy. sure, you've seen that uh, that uh, monstrosity. Uh, his dog's cute. Yeah, he's adorable, but uh, he's also packing something uh, pretty spectacular. Uh, listen, uh, it is Friday. Yeah. We've got a we've got a guest after eight o'clock. Comedian Mike Hanley will uh, be joining us. Yeah. Mike. And and he's going to be at Loft tonight. Yeah, he'll be at Loft. Go to loftcomedyclub.com to get tickets. And uh, so that leaves uh, next hour with a, a, a gaping hole of uh, of us scratching our heads and saying, well, what should we do? And the only answer for that, since neither one of us has any answers. Yeah, I think I know what you're going to say. Is an open line Friday. Oh. I know, huh? Exciting. So let me just uh, you know set the table. Sure. In advance, so it's a little bit early for for some yeah. of you regulars to start uh, thinking about making the call. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I strongly suggest uh, no foul language. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave your hate speech for some other radio show in town. Yep. The, you know, one of the shows that encourages that kind of thing. Correct. Uh, we are not one of them, so you know, keep those things in mind when you make your comments on Open Line Friday, which will come up just after seven o'clock. Well, I am excited. I love the open line Friday. It's you know what? It's uh, it's dangerous. It's threatening. It's uh, it's ominous. You never know what you're going to get. This but is when true. It, but when it's 
When it's cooking. When it's good, it's good. When you know you're going to talk about black pepper cheese. When, when you know Mike Jones is going to call and yeah. I'm going to hang up on him every single time. You know you're in for a real treat. I want to do, maybe we'll do it when you're on vacation. I want to do an in-depth interview with Mike Jones. <laughs> talk about his childhood. Yeah. yeah. What uh, you know? What causes this aggression <laughs> exactly. and this persistence of his? <laughs> you know, what, what is it about him and the way he grew up? That, uh, that 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 suggests to him it would be a great idea to, to call five six times in a day and <laughs> say Mike Jones and bitch and it, then move on. It's such a funny bit though. It really has grown on me. I know it has. I know you hate it, but it's grown on me. It well, makes me laugh. I I find it uh, uh, annoying, like a <laughs> like a large boil or a, a, a oozing abscess. Sometimes they become endearing to you. Yeah, I understand. But you know, for for me, who I just you know, I just want to move on to the next. Thing. To the next shout out, yeah, the next yeah. joke, uh, the next uh, you know a, a pithy observation, and then to have Mike Jones call, it's like, oh Jesus, dude, please. Um, I mean, I we can't. Can we tell people what to talk about on open line? Probably not, right? Well, you could uh, probably you know, have we some could thought suggest. starters, perhaps. I have had so many people, which I'm grateful for, follow me on Instagram and send me Costco tips that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going to Costco for the next three months getting new food every time i go they're still coming in i got one that told me costco's cowboy caviar i've had that sure i didn't even know they had cowboy caviar yeah it's kind of like salsa with extra beans and corn all right i'm real sophisticated stuff that you know me and my culinary palate. oh i know You're, you're very sophisticated um yeah, I've been getting so many messages, so keep them coming. Follow me yeah. on Instagram and keep I'm, the. I'm kind of stunned by how many people are suggesting the soup in a bag. Oh, the uh, the French onion one that she was talking about. Yeah, but I think it was like uh, like one other um, uh, thing in a bag that I did not expect came in a bag. I'm still kind of worked up over the 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 uh, the prepackaged boiled eggs. Oh, you're right. That's the, so funny. In the in the in the thirty pound skid. I I. Uh... I uh, frankly probably then the first one I'm going to try I think is going to be the muffins. I need you, to you, try these you, muffins. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like the muffins, but but you got to commit to the muffins because you want right. because these are enormous muffins. These oh. these are like you know double sized muffins, and you get like I don't know like uh, like fifteen sixteen in a package. It's a lot of mu- you got to commit to eating that many muffins. Well, but the chocolate ones are fantastic. Well now, now I'm in. Now yeah. I, I, I'm in. You'll, uh, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be hard pressed to go anywhere else for muffins. Since I pulled that first article, by the way, uh, about which kind of pizza was the Costco frozen pizza, and, and they, we educated. Now in my little Bing machine here, because we don't use Google here, right? It keeps serving me up different uh, products from Costco that are Costco brand and what they suspect the real brand is. Every day now, I have new suggestions, so <laughs> I can inform people if they're curious about things. All right, good to know. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I know it's six fifty six with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock one hundred two live in concert Saturday nights at nine on Rock one hundred two. Come to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins decided to ignore the New England Patriots and dismiss their offer for a free agent contract, people thought that was a missed opportunity. 
Sure, he seemed pretty excited when he came to Foxborough for a visit. Who wouldn't be? What with seven different Cheesecake Factory locations within a 25-mile span? Please. And yet, Hopkins decided while in Foxborough is a nice place to visit, it does not offer the same amenities currently being offered by the Tennessee Titans. And by amenities, what I really mean to say is a two-year contracting sign that could be worth up to $32 million with incentives. Folks, I hate to bring you bad news, but uh, especially heading into the weekend. But it appears as though the Patriots could be losing out on another shoe-in free agent signing. For the last several weeks, it has been rumored that the Patriots were in line or among the teams in line to sign former Vikings running back Dalvin Cook to a big fat free agent contract as well. In fact, many believe the Patriots have in fact been the odds-on favorite to sign the guy or among the odds-on favorites to sign the guy. Yesterday, however, there were reports that due to Aaron Rodgers' voluntary decision to take a drastic cut in pay, the New York Jets are muscling their way into the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes. According to reports, Dalvin Cook will arri- arrive in New York yesterday afternoon to speak to the Jets about all the many things that they have to offer that places like Foxborough, Massachusetts do not. Now, I grew up exactly 21 miles away from Gillette Stadium, and I can tell you this. You would be hard-pressed to show me a single NFL city New York included, that can compete with the rich offerings and wide array of options that are currently available up and down the Route 1 corridor of Foxborough, Massachusetts. They got everything over there. Car dealerships, an olive garden, easy access to the highway, loads of available parking. Try finding that sort of thing in New York City. Forget about it. No, sir, you'd have to be an idiot to reject a potential offer for the New England Patriots in favor of playing for the Jets. I mean, for the love of God, they don't even play in New York. It's like the whole team is based on a lie. But hey, if you like playing miles away from a New Jersey industrial park, then maybe the Patriots are better off without you. But hey, and if a my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's not only has the best grills, whether it's the Weber gas grills, the Traeger wood pellet fire grills, the Big Green Egg, or the Uni Outdoor Pizza Oven, and even the Black Store Outdoor Griddle. Rocky has all the grilling gear and the fuel you need. Up your grilling game at Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling destination. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710 and Boston. And more than a feeling with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. Marty filling in for just the remainder of the day. Steve will be back on Monday. And uh, so there you go. I got a newsflash for you. Yeah. Mr. Nagel, still working on his vacation, sent me a text message while I was upstairs making my second cup of coffee. Really? I will let you read that. It's... uh. There you go. It's a little. Did they really do that? Yes. Really? So the fruit fair, as I said, if you're a customer, will text you. It's part of their loyalty program. Right. They text me all the time. Sure. Sometimes they text me at like two in the morning. Just to say, hey, Marty, what are you wearing? Like, Like, what are you doing right now? What's up, fruit fair? How are you doing? Yeah, you want to come over? Yeah. What do you. (laughs) I'll meet you in the back by the deli. So um, uh, Nagel texted me uh, today that they they texted out. Chicken salad, Rock 102's favorite, wow. $5.99. How about that? See? Right. So let me say this fruit, to my fruit fair people. You're right with the chicken salad. Good move. But make sure you're staying with that original recipe. Because that last wanna... batch, 
I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to guess it's probably like a supply and demand, you know, thing. There was like such a demand for it that I they couldn't so. possibly keep up with all the ingredients for this glorious chicken salad. Cuz I went in and I bought a pound and a half and it, it there was something a little off with my childhood. Uh, I don't just know about a little that. bit. Well, look so. at the uh, look at the time. We can talk about chicken <laughs> salad all day, Sorry. but Sorry. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts. It's open live Friday. 293-1021. That is the phone number for you to dial to participate in today's open line Friday activities. Are we talking, what are we talking? Are we talking Costco? Are we talking aliens? You can talk about whatever you want. Oh. All I ask is that you keep your profanity to yourself and your hate speech Onto some other radio station. Clean and no personal attacks. Yeah, well, I mean, personal attacks are fine. I just don't okay. want. Oh. I don't want hate speech or profanity. Okay. All right. As long as we can play by the rules, I think we're gonna get along just fine. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? It's Maria. Hello, Maria. How are you? Hi, Maria. I'm okay. Hello, guys. I don't have anything interesting to say. I just want to say I did enjoy. Marty's weeks of filling in for each of you. Oh, good. Uh, Thanks, Maria. Yeah. We had a totally different... uh, Sorry. Well, we... Uh, we, I was just going to say... I'm sorry. Well, you're you're breaking up a little bit there, Maria, but we appreciate the compliment. Thank you very much. Thanks, Maria. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. That started out good. That's That's a good one. That's not bad. I feel good. I feel good about it. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Your favorite, Mike Jones. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Christ. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Dan. Uh, hey, Bax, you said something this morning that made my hair stand up. You lived in an apartment complex just a couple blocks from Jeffrey Dahmer? Yes, five blocks away, one-eighth of a mile. Were, I mean, we, you there, were, you, were you still living there when he got caught in July of 91? I was actually out of that apartment by then, but he was living... Oh. But he was living in that area back when I was living there. I mean, we'd hang out the same is, same places. We had diff- we had different interests. Uh, he liked smaller well, portions. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, that that is wild. Thanks a lot. By the way, uh, ketchup belongs on hot dogs. Thank yeah, you. baby. Uh, yeah, man. You got you got you, you got a split decision a, there. I'm having a good morning. <laughs> all, right. all right, thank you. Rock 102. <clears throat> good morning. Who's this? Hello, this is Jack Joy Jr. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? Hey, I just had a nice omelet with that uh, pepper jack uh, cheese. Okay. Man, okay. That, was, that was good. Are you and, making uh, us hungry right now? Is you, that what you're did, doing? Yeah, did you make this on your own? Oh, yeah. With pepper jack cheese. Oh, yeah. It's a good choice. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, anything hey, else with know, it? Uh... No, just the omelet. Just the omelet. No toast, no uh, no meat product. Sounds like a news show where it's uh, food dirty talk. <laughs> what's like? What's on your plate? <laughs> Wait, what else? You get some home fries in there? Right. Oh, yeah, I like some that. Right. toast. Yeah. Anyway, you're going to bring up uh, something else. What can we do for you? Do you know the Polish word for airplane? Uh, is this going to be uh, close to hate speech? No, it's not hate speech. Okay, then what this is it? This is kind of an interactive thing. Uh, take your finger and point it up towards the sky. Yeah. And go, uh, 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 
Okay. And then what? Oh, that was it. Okay. Just wait for the next one. All right. All well, right. thank you. Okay. Rock 102. Good morning. I, you know, like idiots. We both put our fingers up. But, you know, that's a that was one of those weird ones where I'm like, someone someday is going to be like, I live nine blocks from that guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Good morning. This is Ryan from Palmer. Hey, Ryan. What's, what's up, up, Ryan? Not much. I just wanted to call and say that I love listening to you guys. And is there any way we can get all three of you to do the mornings, like on the regular basis? Well, you know, we have uh, we have no uh, history of three person morning shows working. So, um, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, last Friday when all three of us were in, that was, that was a lot of fun. That was so, so fun. I, I remember after John left, you the back Steve and Dave for a little while, and I, I like that too. But I think Marty's a lot funnier than Dave was. Oh, you're the one who is listening to that. Okay, well, that's good. That's, that's, that's encouraging. Found the listener. All right, very nice. All right, well, you appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. All right. Rock 102. Oh, no. Rock 102. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You know, you know it's coming. Here it comes. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. It's uh, Big Al from Agawam. Hey, Big Al. What's hey. up? Hey, I just want to let you know the aliens are here. I'm having breakfast with them. <laughs> okay. And guess what they like to eat? What? Hot dogs with ketchup. That's yeah, baby. Eat. Only someone from yeah. out of this, out of this, out of this. Obviously, world more it. advanced life forms. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to talk to them? You want to talk to them? Uh, <laughs> perfect. All right. You had us uh, at the hot dog. Day. You had us at the hot dog. Thank right. you very much. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Is this? Hi. Right, this is Greg from Enfield. Hey, Greg. What's, what's up, up, Greg? Hey, just calling to check in. And um, I always had a question. When you guys do an interview, and do you guys hear the same outcome as the listeners do? Because you guys had an interview, like, last week, and you could barely even hear what the guy was saying. Do you guys pick up on that or no? You know, it's it's very hard when you record it, and it goes through a whole – this is going to be real technical, so just you know, bear with me on this one. <laughs> So you record a, a, an interview, and it goes through a series of digital processing before you, the listener, hears it through your radio. And sometimes, most of the times, the the audio is corrected in a way that makes uh, that that you can hear. And then sometimes, for whatever reason, not so much. So yeah, I don't know what the I don't know I don't have a better ex- explanation for you than that. Is it Greg? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Greg, I have my explanation with that. What's that? So sometimes, uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it sounds like. Marty's a low talker. I'm a low talker sometimes. All right, well, I, uh, uh, I'll, <laughs> thanks for the call, though. <laughs> thanks, Greg. All right. All right. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Theo from Ludlow. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. I was just listening, and I was curious why everybody was calling in because it's open line friday oh okay well i heard everybody talking about hot dogs and i was going to say i like them with mustard and raw onions that's perfect. a solid choice perfect. hard to argue with that yeah perfect. All, right. Fine. all right well thank you very much Thanks, appreciate that one rock 102 oh, Jesus. Uh, rock 102 good morning who's this this is bill from belchertown how are you good bill what's up I just wanted to say, hey, I want to give a shout-out to everybody at Christopher Heights of Belchertown, and you guys are doing a great job. Marty, keep up the good work, and uh, you can have uh, 
Steve Nagel shop anytime because you're doing a great job over there, buddy. Well, uh, and Bax, you're doing a great job too. Well, thank you very much for you know, having me as people a third this, wheel on that one. People do this weird thing where they where they'll compliment you, and but yeah. then they'll and then they'll like try to backhand or insult <laughs> your like one of your dear friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never a full compliment, like, but it's like, imagine, it's, uh, like no one does that. Anymore. You don't walk into your buddy and go, hey, man, you look great, but your wife looks like uh, just garbage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, you're nice people, but your children are very unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys keep up the great work. I listen to you every morning here at Belchertown, the Christopher Heights uh, early in the morning. And uh, you guys do a phenomenal job. Thank you. He does too, and uh, you guys are great to listen to. Keep up the good work, and uh, thank you so much for what you guys do. All right, thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Ed from Huntington. How are y'all doing today? Very good. What's going on Huntington. with you? Huntington. All right, not too much, man. A couple quick things. Uh, definitely hot dog with mustard and onion. Uh huh. Okay. Sure. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. And a quick question. Uh, I won tickets to Halloween Hill, but it was postponed. Can I return them? I can win more things. Um, you know, that's a question for the office. I, you know, if I tell yeah. you the answer and it's wrong, then that makes me look like a big fat douchebag, and just, I don't want to do that. I can just make up an answer. So, uh, Howie Mandel will be by your house on Sunday. Uh, he'll be performing in your backyard <laughs> around eleven thirty a.m. Uh, with fist pumps and blazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would call the office and find out for sure. Okay. I'll call Eric. I think the guy's name was all right, man. I appreciate it, guys. You Hope bet. Work. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, all right. Well, the phone. Oh, here we go. Oh. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Vicki from Southampton. How are you? Very good, Vicki. How can we help you? I just want to say I listen to y'all. I work at Cooley Dick. I'm a phlebotomist. And in the mornings when I'm in between my nursing homes, I listen to y'all. And y'all are so funny. And I appreciate y'all so, so very much. I appreciate that. I sense that perhaps you are from out of town. Well, I've been here for 25 years now, and I haven't lost this accent yet, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I would hold on to that like grim death, lady. That's that's what I would do. <laughs> I would never like let Georgia. that go. Are you a Georgia peach? Well, I'm originally from Lynchburg, Virginia, but I met my husband in Atlanta, and he's from Westfield, so he brought me up here to the tundra. <laughs> and can I do a shout-out to him? He. He just lost 50 pounds, and I'm so proud of him. Wow, He's worked wow. so hard, and it's done so good, and I just wanted to say I'm so proud of him. Well, that's... And he listens to y'all every morning, too. Just, well, that's awesome. Just in keeping to the theme of the show, now that you've complimented him, is there anyone you'd like to insult on the backside of that? <laughs> No, sir. Okay. I don't. I know. Yeah. I'm good. Thank that's, you, though. That's that southern hospitality <laughs> yeah, being she, you know, metamorphosed into something else. Thank You're you very, very much. Nice lady. Thanks. Okay. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Jim from Shelburne. <clears throat> I was just curious from Marty if he knew any place he'd get a $20 buffet anywhere. It's weird that you ask, but I know a place in uh, Chickabee, Mass, right above View Street Tavern, 92 View Street. All right. Uh, it's a little. A little business is called Loft Comedy Club. Yeah, uh, and every Thursday they have a dinner buffet. Oh, well, Thursday! What did they have last night? No, don't don't tell me. Wait, take was a it guess. teriyaki chicken, a uh, roasted potatoes, and uh, green beans replaced the vegetable medley? Uh, they did green beans oh, flew in nice. at the last minute. Sauteed green beans. Yes. Uh, yeah. Listen, well, I, I want to make sure you got your plug in because I know you're getting paid a lot to put that plug out. There, so. <laughs> That's how they pay me. That's how they, it's yeah. 
Have a good day. Thanks, right. buddy. Have a good one. Let's All take right. uh, one more here. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Vince the Plumber. Uh, Vince the Plumber. I knew. <laughs> I knew you would not disappoint. <laughs> oh, are we finishing on Vince? Though? Well, you know is what? Well, I don't see why not. All right. What's going on, but Vince? You know what? This is this is the best part of this. The other day when you guys are talking, Marty Caprone says my name straight up, perfectly. Works out great. And you guys even brought up the black pepper cheese. Yeah, see, yeah, that 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 shows our dedication <laughs> back to you. That is amazing, guys. I'm going to cut this short. I got to go and uh, do some work. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. All, All right, right sounds good. Thank you, Vince. Bye. Oh, we we All can right. do one more. No, oh, you want to do one more? One more. Okay, one one more. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Rick from Chicopee. How are you? Good, Rick. What's up? Hey, Rick. We just wanted to say, uh, Marty, you do a great job. We enjoyed the whole week with you. You know, I'm in Chicopee. Oh, thanks, I Rick. Grew up, I was poor, and I grew up with hot dogs and ketchup. Yeah. yeah. See yeah. that, Rick? You're from so a yeah. fine community. Well, you know, not, not everybody could be as sophisticated and, and have the kind of palate that requires, that can only handle mustard. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. sometimes the condiment, they, like, Listen, in the pecking order of condiments, sometimes ketchup gets the short shrift. I, it, it, yeah. In this radio studio, it does a lot. <laughs> hey, Rick, yeah. uh, quick, what part of the chick? What part of chicken do you live in? What what part? A meeting, meeting house road. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. So, listen, you're not far. I'm just going to lay you in a little side secret. Uh, fruit right. fair chicken salads on sale today, five ninety nine. I got all that written down. All right, I, there, I got the Costco pizza. I've been listening to you all. <laughs> I've got a list and a half places to go today. Oh there you yeah, go. all right, Rick. Costco. We'll see you next Thursday you. at the show too. <laughs> yeah, keep up the good work. You're great being with uh, Rock One Hundred and Two. All yes. right, very good. Thank you very much. Wow. I would say that was a reasonably good Another open line Friday. Friday. You know, the first few times we ever did the open line, I was like, this is a true, like, what a train wreck, right? <laughs> it's like, you're over there cutting people off left and right. Hair, they're just all, they, they just start off nice, and it was just all nice. Yeah. I don't know what the, what's Great. wrong with them this week. <laughs> <laughs> Great listeners. I don't know. Maybe, you know what it is? Maybe it's the weather. Maybe they all feel like, uh, you, you might be right. Life's too short. It's 726 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. The wing thing is sold out. Thanks to our sponsors, Aqua. Selling price 32, 42, it's 729 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uh, comedian Mike Hanley will be joining us next hour. He'll be headlining tonight at the Loft Comedy Club. Uh, there's no $20 buffet, but uh, there will be loads of laughs. Loads of laughs. There is a full dinner menu available as well as whatever drinks you'd like to buy. Uh, Steve Nagel just texted me. Apparently he's listening. Okay. He said a Polish airplane. He thought it was called a jet ski. Oh, that's, that's, see, that's a good joke. Hold on a second. Let me just uh, get a rim shot for that. You know, um, save your jokes for when you're working. You know, like if I'm on vacation, the last thing I'm going to do is start coming up with jokes. But, you know, that guy, it felt like he was really setting up a good joke. And then yeah. it, it just went south and it turned into, do you think maybe he had a stroke while he was talking to us or something? Uh, it's it's possible. I, 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 I can't really explain what the hell just happened. Uh, it's fine. Well, Nagel, <laughs> Nagel uh, to the rescue. That is three times this week that he's worked above and beyond yeah. uh, his vacation. He may not. Free three-course meal upgrade every weekend in July.
732 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Race Appraisal Services. For all your appraisal needs, contact Race Appraisal. Uh, thunderstorms yesterday called uh, some problems for people around the area. There was storm damage across the city after thunderstorms returned wet Thursday afternoon, bringing heavy rain, down trees, power lines, and what have you. On Allen Street, Talmadge Drive, trees falling onto wires on uh, Newhouse Street, uh, in, uh, in East Springfield, uh, Victoria Street, large tree fell between two homes, causing some damage to a fence near those homes, as well as down power lines and a damaged light pole. That's going to cost the city up a whole bunch of problems. And, uh, and you know, I don't know, you know, I mean, you know East Springfield pretty well. I mean, well, I do. Right abuts the, uh, the Chickabee line. Those houses are not real far apart from each other. They have a, a, a tree fall down. That's a, that can be pretty messy. The houses are, are definitely not far apart, but also a lot of those trees were put in when the original houses were done. So they're like 60 year old, huge giant oaks. Yeah. So they can, uh, they can take out half a neighborhood if they, uh, if they fall just the wrong way. Authorities are investigating the cause of a fire on the campus of American international college. That would be AIC for those of you who have never spent more than five minutes in the Springfield area. <laughs> Uh, prompting a quick response from the Springfield fire crew around five o'clock last night, Springfield fire uh, received a call of smoke coming from the roof of uh, Corniotis Hall. I think that's how you pronounce it. I, I really uh, I don't know the campus that's as well right. as I could. Uh, an official statement from AIC President Hubert Benita has expressed confidence that the college's resilience uh, we will uh, come back stronger than ever thanks to the help of our community. Extended gratitude and the swift action of first responders. Uh, he emphasized that uh, that hall houses the AIC nursing program and offers classroom space for additional health sciences. So that's uh, that's that building. Uh, no injuries were reported, according to uh, Drew Piamonte, the Springfield fire captain. Uh, of the re- as a result of that fire, they're currently investigating whether it was caused by lightning or something else. Uh, East Hampton City Hall. Man, there's all kinds of reasons to not want to oh. stick around in that building. But uh, the city hall is closed and will remain so until further notice due to concerns about the safety of the air quality in the building. Uh, the building's heating, ventilation, air conditioning systems are in the process of being repaired, and City Hall, which was originally supposed to be closed on Tuesday and Wednesday, they have now extended that. Uh, in a statement uh, by Mayor Nicole LaChapelle, they made the decision to keep the building closed until further notice to ensure the well-being of employees and residents who may enter the building. This is the same building that hosts not only uh, the city chambers, but the assessor's office, the public safety complex, collections, uh, DPW, finance and human resources, school to, uh, and the school department, which, as you know, all kinds of things floating around in the air in that room. Oh, including microaggressions. Microaggressions, uh, you know, job offers uh, being a, revoked. Can you get a microaggression air filter, like to take the microaggressions yes. out of the air? Yeah, I, I believe <laughs> it's, it's like a microfiber mesh thing. This catches anything that might be considered even remotely offensive. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Right. Uh, that must be real convenient if you uh, live in uh, East Hampton. Not only have you gotten to a place where it's like a, a crapshoot if you're going to have a, someone running your schools, <laughs> but now you're at a point where you're like, I got to go pay the uh, tax bill or the get see what the assessment is on my house for a loan, and you're like, can't. Uh, everyone says the air is bad, so I I'll just sit here and not live my life. You know, I don't want to you know cause any lo- level of panic in the city of East Hampton, but you wonder whether these uh, these contaminants in the air yeah affect people's judgment 
Oh, that could be a thing. You know, I mean, you, you know, sometimes too much lead in the air. Too much lead in the air somehow makes you a little bit goofy, and you start making decisions that make absolutely no freaking sense whatsoever. I mean, not that we're holding a grudge for our buddy uh, Vito, but but you know, you could be like a you know. Oh, I wasn't going down that road at all. No, I was no. just saying. No, just saying. I mean, you could have had a perfectly total right, hypo- whole total hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical. Now you hopefully maybe a lawsuit. A uh, Holyoke man was sentenced in federal court for making false statements in connection with a straw purchase of firearms. Straw purchase is when a person buys something on behalf of somebody who otherwise would be unable to make the purchase. In the United States, a straw purchaser of a firearm is a federally uh, at a federally licensed firearm dealership who lies about the identity of the ultimate uh, possessor of the gun can be charged with making false statements on a federal firearms transaction record. According to the Justice Department of Boston, 23-year-old uh, Tyler A. Augusto of Holyoke purchased firearms from three different federally licensed firearm dealerships on behalf of his father, who was not licensed to possess oh. firearms during this uh, 2020 through October 2020 to February of 2022. 22 News first reported that in February, uh, several ATF and FBI agents were investigating a home on 5 Robert Drive in Holyoke, and the owner uh, of that home, Daniel Augusto, was taken in for questioning. He was arrested and uh, allegedly illegally possessing multiple unregistered firearms, magazines, silences, louderers, uh, all kinds of stuff, including more than 40 conversion devices and forced to reset triggers that are classified as machine guns under federal law. Now, apparently, uh, uh, Tyler Augusto false, falsely told law enforcement that he had not purchased any firearms for his father and that his father had not asked him to purchase firearms. And in February of 2023, Tyler Augusto pled guilty to one count of false statements to acquire the, the firearms as a licensed dealer, one count of false statements with respect to uh, basically saying, yeah, a year later, he, he did try to get them for his dad. So... To me, it's nice at least a father and son are you know working in cahoots. Behind so me. so many uh, kids are like estranged from a father. If if Tyler if Tyler just listened to the show, and he just heard us talk about the head of the school department at Chicopee, yeah, he would have just said lawyer. <laughs> That's all. All you lawyer. really need to do is uh, is. Are we the only two guys who watch another forty eight hours or whatever? Um, lawyer, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I watch these uh, these TikToks all the time from lawyers who say, oh. if you get arrested, this is what you need to do. Nothing. <laughs> you don't speak. You don't touch anything. You don't drink anything. You just say, I want my lawyer. Some of those are weird, though, where they like they go, you don't roll down your window. You put this paper up to the window that says you're right. But I was like, but who's going to really do, you know what I mean? Who's going to really do I that? I wouldn't have the balls to do that. Yeah, I, I, don't think I, I, I could easily say I would like to talk to a lawyer right, right. away. That makes sense to me. But, like, yeah. you know, putting, like, a, a piece of paper on a window to tell the cop that he doesn't have the right to ask for my license right. and registration, I'm not testing that theory. Years ago, there was a lawyer who invented a little box, and you would hang the box in your window before the cop got to your window. Yeah. You'd buzz up the window, and you just push the button on the box, and it plays on a loop. No, I will not consent to a search. No, I am not aware of what I was doing wrong. No, I do not believe I've committed a crime. Am I being detained? No, I would like a lawyer and answer to all those questions for you. I was like, hilarious. Until like you get the cop that's just like, oh, really? And just buzzes down the window and just starts beating you with a club. Yes, I'm beating you with a club. Yes. No, you will not see a lawyer ever. The uh, the, the TikTok lawyer I'm talking about. I don't know if you've ever seen this guy. 
He uh, he's probably like late fifties, early sixties yeah. or so. Dude's got the worst rug you've ever seen uh, on his head. It, li- it literally it's like a bowl cut and it's dyed kind of like a like red. That's who you want. A he's shameless got, guy. Dude's got ring like big giant rings on every finger. A big shiny suit. You, you, he, the guy's just screaming he's a scumbag yeah, lawyer. Yeah. Screaming it. Shameless. He wants that guy. Totally shameless. I, you know like you better call Saul would seem like a maybe more legitimate legal option than this guy. But yet he's offering some fairly sound, sound legal, legal advice. advice. I don't even know if he's an actual lawyer, but he sure he sure comes out that way. I don't know if I way. can take legal advice from a guy who also like three reels over is doing the latest dance. You know, like the. <laughs> I feel like maybe not. Maybe yeah, not I mean, if your lawyer is doing the Tide Pod challenge on a TikTok, right. maybe he's not the right. lawyer for you. Right. Uh, speaking of lawyer, this guy may uh, want to get one. A Springfield man was arrested on Thursday for the mur- for murdering his roommate, according to Springfield Police uh, spokesperson Ryan Walsh. Officers were called to an apartment uh, on Euclid Avenue around uh, 4.55 in the morning to assist uh, an ambulance inside the apartment. They located a man with an apparent stab wound. He died from those injuries. Uh, The victim's roommate, 63-year-old Robert Woods, has been arrested for that murder. Um, Springfield Police, along with the Hamden County DA's office, are investigating uh, that incident. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, There's a bunch of people who believe that uh, the $50 scratch ticket from the Massachusetts State Lottery may just be, in fact, the thing that has saved the lottery from full and complete financial insolvency. Utter collapse. Without that $50 ticket. Have you ever bought a $50 ticket? Dude, I wouldn't buy I wouldn't buy 10 <laughs> $5 tickets. 50 bucks is a lot to spend on scratchies. I'd be tempted to buy a $50 ticket. I, I don't be believe for a minute, though, your chances of winning anything are any better. I feel like they are. I feel like the higher dollar. It's like when you go to the casino. If you play the penny slots, yeah, they pay out at like let's say eighty nine cents on the dollar or whatever it is. But if you play the ten dollar or the twenty dollar slots, they pay out at like ninety eight percent or something crazy like that. I mean, I'm making these numbers up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I've seen the reports in the yeah. Connecticut casinos. I haven't seen the ones for MGM, but. But the higher denominations usually pay out better. I'm guessing they do the same with with scratch tickets. No, um, well, I I don't I don't know. I just I just know that if I purchase a scratch ticket, right, it will lose. Oh, hundred percent. The other day, my wife me uh, buys one and she wins. Not a ton, but she wins. Right. I buy them. It's a loss. This happens to me all the time. Everything I buy never w- Kino. I could do Kino. With ten people sitting at a bar, they will all win, mm-hmm. and then I will cash out my ticket, and the lady will be it's two dollars, and then you're just like, well, keep it, I guess, you know, keep. It. I'm the same way. Anytime I play Keno, it's an absolute loser. Yeah. My wife plays Keno, she wins a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's marital property. I may mean, have to be happy, but it's like, you know, I, if I do it, it's going to lose. If she right. does it, it's a it's, you got it's a good like shot. Fifty percent better chance of winning yeah. than than I ever have. So no, I've never. I'll, I'll, you know, like uh, if I'm if I'm out at a convenience store and the scratch tickets, I may buy a couple and and hand yeah, them over yeah. to my wife and say, "Here, I got you something nice," and she'll be scratching for a little bit and 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 but she won't win if I buy them. Did you ever get the scratch tickets for someone as a gift? You ever do that? Oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah, that's a real cheap way to go. Uh, well, my cousin uh, did that one year as uh for Christmas, he gave me scratch tickets, and then uh, as I was scratching them, said, "You know, if you win." I get, we we split that. 
Uh, no. And I was like, well, this isn't, then thank you for the half gift. Listen, the only thing we're going to share here <laughs> is the birthday cake. I That's it. I immediately wanted to take my scissors out and cut the sweater I had just given him in half. <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. I'll keep this bottom half of the sweater and use it as a nice uh, neck warmer. Remember the last time I took you out to a restaurant on your birthday and I didn't eat half your food? <laughs> the cake comes out, you immediately cut it in half and be like, that's yours. The uh, Pioneer Valley forecast uh, heat advisory is in effect until tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Uh, today, sunny and record high temperatures are high of 91. Uh, tonight, a few clouds, maybe a stray thunderstorm. Tomorrow, though, kind of crappy thunderstorm. Some could be severe and a high of 86. Sunday looks pretty good. Mostly sunny and a high of 80. It's uh, 7. Behind Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.50. And the Who with Bax and Nagel. And Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uh, Marty is here for just the remainder of this show. Steve is back on Monday, although apparently uh, Steve is working and listening as if he wishes he was here. Uh, but I think I could speak for him and all of us that uh, I don't think he really wants to be. He's probably better off uh, in, in a vacation situation. Uh, anyway, uh, the daily podcast get posted after 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, make sure you're listening to that. And also Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week has been Martin Glover of the band uh, Killing Joke. Not only a, a member of a band that has been like an unbelievable band since the, uh, the late 70s, but he's been producing... Uh, some of the biggest artists in, in music, uh, Paul McCartney, Pink Floyd, Guns N' Roses, uh, U2, and many, many more. Really cool interview. Next Monday, my guest is going to be Scott McCoy from a band called The Baseball Project. <laughs> Scott McCoy uh, used to be in a band called Fresh Young Fellows. He's in this band with Mike Mills and Peter Buck of R.E.M., and they literally do great rock songs about baseball about baseball the two big passions are you know music and baseball and they've now put together their fourth album of baseball songs and it's it's not a novelty record songs they're legitimately cool songs and uh so i'll be talking to him on monday it's a really cool interview you'll find it on apple podcast soundcloud spotify google podcast and rock102.com all brought to you by znm home buyers check them out on znm znmhomes.com Tech at Staples. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, back in my day, the only epiphany that really mattered was a holy day of obligation, celebrating the feast of the first manifestation of the Gentiles, the manifestation of the divinity, and the holy celebration of the first miracle performed at the wedding of Cana. 2,023 years later, today's epiphany now celebrates the very moment at which running back Saquon Barkley signed a one-year deal with the New York Giants for $10.1 million. On Wednesday... Uh, Saquon Barkley, ignoring the temptation to hold out for a better long-term contract, decided against holding out after allegedly having what he describes as an epiphany. Not the kind that survives the dissolution of all all but three liturgical octaves from the Pope, but the kind that reveals itself to say, hey, if I hold out, there are no divine commandments assuring that I would secure a more lucrative long-term deal with the Giants. According to Barkley, quote, sometimes... You don't come to an agreement. I had to come to a decision. And I said, like, uh, I had an epiphany. I had a mindset of what I was going to do, and I changed my mind. He also went on to say that despite this 
eternal recognition of grace, he is still somewhat disappointed by the fact that he was only able to squeeze a $10 million deal from the Giants, even with the additional incentives that could kick it up to an $11 million deal. Granted, pulling a $10 million contract from the Giants isn't exactly on par with turning water into wine, but for Giants fans, it's pretty damn close. In fact, you'd have an easier time with the wine than getting the NFL to any team in the NFL to pay top dollar for a running back these days. And even if you did, pay, even if you did rush for 1,300 yards last season, it just goes to show that even the best miracles can be terribly disappointing. Ever go to a wedding and you can't get a drink of water? Think I've made my point. I only wish that someone could insult me with a $10 million contract because I would have an epiphany all over myself. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Bob at the Agawan Rockies, the man of steel. Steel chainsaws, blowers, trimmers. Bob is a steel train expert. You can show, he'll show you why the orange and black is the only way to go. Good people like Bob at Rock Solid Service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Classic Rock. It's 8.0, just about 8.08. And Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni filling in for uh, Steve for one more day. Uh, tonight at the Loft Comedy Club at uh, on View Street at Chickamee, comedian uh, Mike Hanley is going to be there, and he happens to be on the phone this right now. Good morning, Mike. How you doing? Good morning, Bax and Marty. How are you? Good, buddy. How you doing? Doing good, Marty. Doing good. So when uh, when, Mar- when Marty invites you to uh, to come to his club... I mean, do you do you do you say yes right away? Do you do you reconsider all your other options that might sound like a better thing to do? Or how do you how do you address that kind of invitation? You know, I always say in comedy when I talk to younger comedians, I always say you say yes and then you ask where the show is. Um, so in this case, I said yes, and then I found out it was with Marty, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Well, you know, that's good, Mike. That, We're happy you're coming. We share that same joy. Yeah. Yeah. That, it backfired on me one time. I remember I said yes to a show, and I this is totally true. I, I said yes. I didn't ask where it was, and it was um, it was at Butler Hospital, which is the mental hospital in Rhode Island. <laughs> and I had to get buzzed in through two doors, and I had to do an hour standing in front of a U-shaped table. Um, it was, uh Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you know what? Saying that, hanging out with Marty sounds good. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fits right in. Well, I think you'll but find... Actually, I've, been, I've been to Loft one time. It's absolutely fantastic club. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I think you'll find spending more time in Chicken be probably a little bit easier than a, than a mental hospital, but not substantially so. <laughs> no no buzzers, I don't think. No, 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 no buzzers. There's a lot of differences. I mean, like, uh, for instance... Uh, we have a Walmart and a mental hospital doesn't. So that's a very big difference. We also have great chicken salad. Yeah, that's a top notch stuff. So Yeah, there's no there was no chicken salad. I, I, I think if I remember right, there was pizza and soda and um there was a doctor who hired me for um yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I try to suppress that memory, but yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully I'll be, I'll be making a different memory tonight. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad we could pick a good scab for you. So uh, you're, so you're, Marty was telling me a little bit about your background off off the air, and you're uh, you're you've got kids, right? I do. I do. I have three girls, and um, I'm I'm here to to to, to live 
lived through that and with my minivan and all my other good stuff. So, um, yeah, so uh, high adventures. My, um, I get to watch soccer all the time, which I hate. Um, <laughs> nothing like watching youth soccer. Um, hey, Marty, here's a story you don't know. Okay. So um, one of my daughters was in um, <laughs> plays, plays on our high school team. She had a game on, on on a Saturday, and as you know, Marty, we book shows up so far uh, in the future. Right. I, I I couldn't I couldn't go right, so it was in New Hampshire. I kind of live uh, near Gillette Stadium, so it was kind of far away. No chance of going. My wife actually had plans, so I sit her down. I sit her down on Friday. I was like, "Look, hon, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to go to the game. Can't wait to hear. I hope you win. Big news. They're in the playoffs for the first time. Blah blah blah." Saturday. 2 o'clock, they're leaving from the parking lot. I'm at my home. I get a text from my daughter, and she says, uh, where are you? And I'm like, did I have a stroke? Did I have a stroke? <laughs> what? what just happened? So I said to her, hey, honey, remember I said I, I can't, I, I won't be there. I have a show, and mom's with her friends. And she's like, no, I know that. She goes, but there's this huge send-off in the parking lot, and every parent is here with signs wishing us luck in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and and you and mom are the only two that aren't here. And and a hundred percent, hundred percent true. I'll, I'll pass a lie detector. I look at my wife and I go, "Did you know about this?" I read her the text. My wife goes, "Oh, I did get an email about that." And I look at him like, "How bad of parents are we?" So then I take my phone. I sit on the couch. I'm like, "What am I going to write back?" And I take out my phone and I all I wrote was, "Mom knew." <laughs> <laughs> Throw it right under the bus. That's the the way a man should do it. (laughs) Absolutely. Then we watch the game. My daughter's team is green. They're playing up in New Hampshire. I'm watching the game. I uh, was on like some, I don't know, some cable access channel, which is absolutely fantastic. One one camera three miles away. All you can see is the ponytails. And I'm watching it. The game's tied 1-1. Next thing you know, they go into overtime. Next thing you know, they win. I rewind the thing. I take a video. I send her the thing. I say, oh, my God, congratulations. How cool is this? She writes me back a half hour later. She goes, what are you talking about? I go, what? Um, they were the white team. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't know what team. Uh, I sent her a video of the other team <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> I wish I was making all this up. <laughs> Solid parenting right there. There you go. Parent, parent of the year. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. so I've got I've got three daughters too. Mine are probably a little oh. bit a little bit older, but I I know I know what you're going through. I mean, it's it's uh, I, I don't know. If, Boys or girls are, are are any different. Some people say you know girls are much harder than than uh, than boys. I think teenage girls are are possibly the most challenging demographic of children you can possibly imagine. Yeah, you you know exactly. If you have three, if you have three daughters, you know exactly the life I live. It it never stops. Even even that last weekend. So on top of that, so I got the three girls. I got the cat. I got the dogs. Okay. We um. And and it's constant. There's never a there's never a, hey let's just hang out and chill. It's always like hey let's do and we just because um, you know when you get a kayak you, you can just go kayaking or you can go kayaking with your dogs. <laughs> that's 
that's that's what I lived my life for. When I got married, I was like, you know what? Maybe someday I'll have daughters, and we'll get kayaks, and then we'll get dogs, and then we'll go on the water, and then one of the dogs will absolutely freak out and almost drown, and then you're sta- you're sitting in this kayak like, oh, just the worst. Do you, do you, <laughs> never, do you, it's never, ever. And, and my dog, my dog just do, three weeks ago, the, the, you know, so we save we, all of our animals are rescues. This is my favorite know, part. Please what, tell Mike what, what kind of animals you rescue, though. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> so we've rescued we've rescued a um, we've rescued a twelve year old dog um, that had his vocal cords cut <laughs> that um, had had never didn't even know it was a dog. We took it, we put it on a leash one time, and the dog just looked at me like, "What what what, what do you want? What, what is this?" What my dog my dog sat on my couch for four, he lived to 16, 12 to sixteen. But since we since we needed an animal, right? So we got the dog. We wanted a dog, right? So we got the dog. The dog wasn't a dog. The dog just sat there. His name was Leonard. Leonard just sat there. And then we're like, okay, let's get another dog. So my wife got a um, eleven year old dog that had a stage four heart murmur. And so then we get that dog, and then that dog dies. Uh, um, you know, the, uh, Leonard died. Leonard died. Uh, probably, I don't know if I should say this, but so my wife's Jewish. My girls are Jewish. My Leonard died Christmas Eve. The only advantage <laughs> of having a Jewish family is that my beloved dog died on Christmas Eve. So it was just another day. For me, it was horrific. And I, I won't make you tell us about him, but the deaf cats, are, you, please talk about them tonight I, if you can. He's got I will, I will talk too. about I will talk about uh, Black Kitty tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I even have a deaf cat. There's so many. There's so many twists and turns. I don't even know my life. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. My, do- my dog just ate. My dog just. We just went to uh, the the vet uh, three weeks ago. My dog ate a spoon. Ate a spoon. <laughs> Four hundred. Four hundred and eighty dollars later, it's Tufts Medical because we had to get the dog to to throw up the spoon. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, God, you, you, so if I just if I just stayed single, Marty and I could just be hanging out tonight, and just yeah, having having a good life. No. <laughs> and Bax, we would we would invite you to hang. Oh, out. Oh no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes, but uh, but no such no such luck. And by the way, if you go to the Loft Comedy Club, just pay attention to the spoons. Yes, yeah, make, <laughs> count them. Just in case, count, yeah. count your spoons. <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, I will not be taking any spoons home. <laughs> ah, that's good. That's good. So uh, again, tonight, uh, Mike Hanley is going to be at the Loft Comedy Club. Uh, what time is the show, Marty? I believe it's eight, right, Mike? Eight p.m. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. I don't. I don't run the club, but it's seven thirty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Clearly, neither do yeah, I. But, but neither does the guy in the room it's, who does. It's on the website. <laughs> it's uh, it's on the website at yeah. loftcomedyclub.com. Door, door opens at seven thirty. The show actually begins at uh, at eight o'clock. Ah, see that? All right. There I you go. Know. Oh. Okay. I'm wrong. You're right. <laughs> hey, I've never said that to Marty. I'm wrong. You're right. Yeah. yeah well, I know. Hopefully, you'll never have to do that again. <laughs> you don't want to be in that position. No, definitely not. <laughs> Very good. Mike Hanley, great to talk to you. Best of luck tonight. Take it easy, Mike. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Take you, care. You yep. bet. Mike Hanley with Bax. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 825 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni in Rock 102. Uh, thanks for uh, for sitting in this week. I'm uh, having a blast doing it, like always. Great to have you, as always. Uh, next week, Steve will be here. Um 
I may take a couple days off, well, but, uh, you know, listen, uh, I've listen. worked my fingers to the bone for like the last two weeks since I came back from vacation. As I always say when I need money, treat yourself, Bax. Treat yourself. Yeah. I'll, I'll fill in. Yeah, Speaking well, you know, you, you you get a little something something out of this. I get a plug or two. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard of some rumors that I could get a plug or two. So Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, join Pat Kelly and the Ron Crow 2 Road Crew tomorrow from 3 to 5 at Fern Valley Farms for their summer concert series. Enjoy music from Alex 2E, Eli Elkis, along with uh, local food and uh, brews from Fieldcrest Brewing Company. While you're there, stop by the Rock 2 table for your chance to win uh, something wicked cool. It's tomorrow from 3 to 5 with Pat Kelly at Fern Valley Farms, 758 Main Street in Wilbraham from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Pat Kelly. <sighs> Pat dude. Kelly at a brewery. That's like, going to be, uh, like that's that. going to be, well, you know, it's, it's, it's all right. Hey, what about Dan Williams? You never hear of Dan going out to these concerts and stuff. You think Dan's just like, hey, whatever. I think Dan is at the point now in his career where he's earned the right to say, no, I don't want to do that. I I think you're right. I'm probably a good, you know, five or six years away from being able to do that myself where I could say, yeah, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go full Dan Williams on this one and say, Say no, thank you. Well, uh, I know he's been, he's been at it for a while. He was my mom's favorite radio personality. No offense when she was alive. Dan was? Yep. Really? Yep. She loved uh, she loved a big uh, loved herself some Dan Williams. Loved Dan Williams. Could not say enough nice things about him. Absolutely was I can't say enough nice things about him. I mean I could, I just choose not to. But I but uh, good it's a good move. Well I don't and I don't want to I don't want to make him uncomfortable. Can't go out here complimenting people and have him get a big head. This is not what this business is about. It really isn't. No, Dan is a Dan's a great guy. I, I like Dan a lot. That's okay. I mean, if you want to. I love that. That's all right. I love that. It's coming up on 829 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. A home in uh, Chickabee's Willamancet neighborhood was heavily damaged by fire uh, early this morning. Uh, 22 News began receiving reports of a fire on Dorrance Street around 3.30 today. Uh, heavily damaged to the roof and the upper floor of the home. There is no word at this time, what caused the fire and whether there were any injuries. Uh, keep listening uh, to 22 News or other sources for uh, details on that. That is not the only fire in the area that uh, that you saw uh, in the last 24 hours. AIC uh, suffered a fire. Authorities are investigating the cause of a fire uh, at one of their... Um, one of their uh, their buildings, uh, Kearney Otis Hall. I did, I'm, I'm butchering the hell out of it. But nevertheless. Uh, I don't think you are. I think you're doing a great job. Well, thank you, uh, Marty. Positive I, uh, energy. Right I, yeah, listen, I, I appreciate it. You know, I, uh, news is not really in my wheelhouse. But anyway, the fire. Uh, an official statement from AIC President Hubert Benitez expressed confidence that the, uh, the college will and that building will be restored and everything will be fine. Uh, no injuries, and uh, and it's not sure whether the fire to this building uh, was caused by a lightning strike or something else. But this is the ho- the building that houses AIC's nursing program and offers a classroom space for additional health sciences. So they'll get that back uh, working at some point. Uh, the situation being uh, monitored by authorities who are working to address the impact of uh, AIC's uh, facilities and other academic programs because you gotta gonna have to move everybody out of that building to fix that building, and all of a sudden you got a million people and extra buildings. Also of note, one more fire in Western Mass we haven't covered. 
Uh, the absolute dumpster fire of you and I trying to get through the news. Yeah, no. I mean, it, we're, it's it's a combustible situation. There's there's, a, there's no question about it. Uh, the, all right. Can I do a Can I do a news one? Finally? Sure. All absolutely. Right. Are you sure? Or am yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to jump on your floor. No, no. Listen, I'm having no fun. Don't just go right ahead oh, and do it. Oh, come on. That's that hurts. No, I. It, it's not you. Oh, it's me. No, it's me. No, it's, it's not you. It's me. No, it's, it's me. I got it. It's not it's you. Fine. It's me. Um, this is my favorite thing. Uh, the online warfare between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg has been very entertaining for everyone on media platforms. The rival rivalry between these two influential, influential billionaire CEOs has led to an unprecedented turn of events. I will just fill you in with the rest because I hate reading news like a newscaster. Sure. Um, they're going to be battling it out in an MMA fight in the Colosseum in Rome. I didn't even realize that the Colosseum was available for um, events. And it's not supposed to be. But people want to see this happen so bad that one of the Italian ministers of culture and tourism or whatever mm-hmm. reached out to Mark Zuckerberg personally and said, I would love to have you guys fight in the Coliseum. He put him in touch with Dana White, and apparently it is going to happen, and it's going to happen in the Coliseum. Like a couple of uh, Roman centurions just going to beat the living snot out of each other. Oh, how far we have fallen if there's ever a way. <laughs> The history of the Colosseum, they used to flood it and have uh, reenactments of naval battles. Oh, they yeah. would have uh, giants fighting and gladiators they, fighting to they, the They'd death. have dudes trying to fight the wild lions. We got two nerds with maxi pads on their hands punching each other in the face. <laughs> That's what we got. It's our culture. You know, it's, uh, it's so preposterous that you would think that this couldn't possibly be true. It is. Um, not just the fact that they're at the Coliseum in Rome. I think, you know, that's, you know, they can question that all day, but the fact that you have two billionaires looking to beat each other up, we're all winners. We're all, we all win in this situation, but it's like, you know, the billionaire club is a relatively small club. There aren't that many billionaires out there. I mean, they just, there just aren't, but, um, I know of no other billionaire. I would find it hard to imagine that say like, you know, Robert Kraft is going to get into a, you know, a, like a pillow fight with Warren Buffett. I just, I don't, I don't see it happening. That'd be awesome. How cute would that be? Yeah, see, like all of a sudden they're, they, they, they start, you know, you know, holding up their dukes. Next thing, it's all bras and panties and <laughs> they're rolling around uh, like I'm in a mud bath. Uh, that's a perfect. What a great undercard for this fight! If they, <laughs> the two Kraft. of them swinging pillows at each other in the middle of the coliseum. And in this corner. <laughs> Robert Kraft. I've got a cut man just in case. He's got a good he's got that voice after he's been drinking like oh, yeah. super. That's enough for this guy. You know. I, I would never I don't care how much money is on the line. I don't think I would ever allow myself to be in a boxing ring or an MMA fight of any kind. You know, if I were ever if I ever had any real level of celebrity that unlike yeah. this if I had any real level of it, I would never agree to like a celebrity cage match. Um, I ring announce for like one of the minor leagues, basically that the UFC used to pull some of their talent from. It's called the PFC, based right right, right here, in Western Massachusetts. Uh, Premier PFC, don't chance. they make that white piping? 
PVC. Oh, I see. uh, Right, yeah. Pioneer Valley Championship. Gotcha. This is, yeah, Premier Fighting Championship. Uh, um, Karen Karen Wesh was the the owner of it. Um, I I, I was the ring announcer for that for like seven or eight years. I did 95% of their shows. And um, I was heavily involved in that community. When I was young, I did martial arts and everything. Um, seeing what I saw firsthand, I, I, as much as I used to like to compete and yeah. like tournaments were fun, they were karate. When you, when you got done, uh, no one jumped on you and just beat your face until eventually you were unconscious or you tapped, uh, out for mercy. These, these fights are real deal and you can lose your life if you don't yeah. know what you're doing. There's a big difference between like being able to punch a brick. Right. And then getting someone's foot in your face. Yes. Yeah. It's a big difference. Yeah. And, uh. I can't wait because I've never seen two people that deserve to be punched in the face or need to be punched in the face more than these two egomaniacs. Yeah. It's going to be good for both of them. It might be good for us. They might, he might punch Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg might punch him. They might knock each other out. And then the next day, wake up and be like, hey, man. We've been charging you guys too much for advertising, and uh, also sorry about the whole censorship thing. And uh, we're sorry, man. I, I don't mean to keep putting you in jail on Facebook. It's my bad. Like they may humble them, maybe, but you know, not entirely. Well, Look at Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg has been working out. He's been doing jujitsu now. He just got his uh, blue belt. Yeah, and he's he's bulked up a bit. Yeah, I mean, he's always like this. Yeah, you know, skinny little dweeb. But now he's like a skinny little dweeb with half a muscle. But I feel like I feel like Zuckerberg is a smart guy. Don't get me wrong; he's clearly smarter than I'll right. ever be. But I feel like Elon Musk is such a super genius mm-hmm. that he's going to be like, "Okay, I've done some calculations. I figured out how this is the thing. If I put this on my gloves, he will immediately be rendered paralyzed at some, uh, you know, right. like he's going to do something." You think he's gonna, you think he's going to be cheating? I I don't know about I cheating. I think I I see Zuckerberg as more the cheater, yeah, than a well, than well, Musk. Allegedly, they always said that. Remember that whole movie? They said that he stole the company from two guys or something right. like that. But he's also shiftier looking than Musk. He is got a little bit of a beady eye looking thing. Yeah. But Musk is 51 and Zuckerberg is 39. It's a big difference. Yeah, you remember that's... 39? 39, uh, you could still go out with your buddies and drink till 2 in the morning yeah. and function. Right. 51, Not blow so much. your shoulder out, reaching for the remote control. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's two different things. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree to this. I but really wouldn't. Elon's got four inches on him and twenty four pounds. And You're talking about height. Uh, yep. Okay. Good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, he's got four inches on. Well, I, I won't make a comment. Um, because <laughs> you know, if things go south on this thing, <laughs> he's always got that weapon. It is the call. Col- it is the Coliseum. I mean, making a show. That's what I say. <laughs> I mean, the fight won't be that good, but yeah. you want something yeah. that's going to be memorable forever. But uh, and he's got like twenty four pounds on. So I, I and jujitsu is definitely deadly. But if Elon has an understanding of jujitsu even close to Mark's, um, he does have a weight advantage and a size advantage yeah. that could be very good for him. Why does it sound like a like an episode of Cobra Kai? Like someone is messing with uh, Zuckerberg's dojo. 
You know that would that's what they should do. They should get Ralph Macchio and the guy who plays Johnny. Yeah, right. As the guest uh, ring announcers and referees for that fight. How how bad would that I be? Wish Dana, if Dana listened to us, that would be so great. But you know he doesn't. Well, it's like too know. busy playing blackjack. <laughs> Uh, the East Hampton City Hall is closed and will remain so due to further uh, conditions of the air quality. Apparently, the air quality is not so good. The building's heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems are in the process of being repaired. And City Hall was originally only supposed to be closed Tuesday and Wednesday. However, in a statement yesterday, Mayor Nicole LaChapelle said they have made the decision to keep the building closed until further notice to ensure the well-being of employees and residents who may enter the building. Uh, she says, uh, this may be an overabundance of caution, but this decision has been made to ensure a safe working environment for all, especially the ladies. Uh, we are committed to reopening city hall quickly, but only when we can be assured by experts that it meets the highest standards of safety and functionality. Speaking of the highest, uh, highest standards of, uh, of functionality, that's the same building that houses these, uh, the school oh. committee, the school department. We know uh, they function it, on all cylinders. Yeah, they certainly did. They are operating uh, on a very high level. Hey, can I just make a point about this that I didn't even think of earlier when we talked about it? Sure. Um, is anyone else even slightly suspicious that the timing of this whole thing happens right around August, the best vacation month of the year? Well, uh, now that you brought that up, um, I think the best time to close a building would be right now. I think you're right. Maybe you're on to something. Maybe they're just looking to you know, take some time off. Best time to close a building? Sure. But the, I would assume the town of East Hampton owns other buildings or has use of other buildings. Sure. Of course. Shouldn't someone ask the question of, well, listen, if we close the building because the public can't, we still have to do the 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 uh, taxpayer's business. So we're moving to an alternate location. Like the assessor is at the deli counter at the big yeah. e supermarket or Act, you know, it would be really crazy. So they closed East Hampton city hall yeah. because of unsafe and uh, conditions. And what they do in the interim period is they move everybody from the East Hampton city hall down to the Roderick Ireland courthouse in Springfield there you go. where they, Somewhere at least safe. they can be safe. Somewhere safe. I thought you were going to say they they, ha they get to a point where they have to lease garage space from Dr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure he would look. Uh, he would be delighted to house them in yeah. uh, in his house. Good guy. Yeah, good guy. Solid guy. But I think the Roderick Island Courthouse in Springfield would be the perfect place to house everybody in this very brief and uncomfortable period of time. Did they, did they say they did any testing? In this article, I saw no mention of testing, just that they were concerned. With um, no mention of, uh, of testing in the, in the story, but, you know, um, well, hold on a second. Let me see. Uh, according to a news release from the city of East Hampton, air quality inspection will be conducted in the, coming, in the next few days. A third-party contractor has been uh, hired to assess dust and particles of potential health concern, including but not limited to... The testing and presence of asbestos, silica dust, and fiberglass dust. Uh, well, you know, that's, you, you, you can't work into those kinds of conditions. Ah, uh, there's dust. First you call me a lady. Now there's dust. I hope you're not expecting uh, well, you me to clean it as if it's women's work. Well, you know what, lady? Grab yourself a dust brush and clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, was, imagine imagine the re-election signs. I will dust bust crime. 
and uh, uh, and pathogens. Oh, I love it. Uh, it's the Pioneer Rally forecast is going to be uh, not that great. Heat advisory until tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Today's going to be a hot one. Record high temperatures with a high of ninety one. Sunny, but then later on a few clouds and there's maybe a, a slight chance of a thunderstorm tonight. Big Caproni and Rock one hundred two. Uh, there's a heat advisory until tomorrow night at eight o'clock, which means if you're going to be out today. Uh, take precautions. They're talking about record high temperatures today, a high of 91. Uh, tomorrow, thunderstorms throughout the day, on and off, could be severe at times, a high of 86. Sunday looks like the best day of the weekend, mostly sunny, and a high of 80. Significantly cooler than you're going to uh, find today. You're just, uh, just talking a, a moment ago. I don't even know why you you, you, you mentioned it, but uh, Barbara Eden is still alive, and I didn't realize that. It's She's, one of those things that I saw the the thing flash on my screen, and I was like, come on. She's 91. 91. And there's a picture of her from 2013, and she looks, I mean, fantastic. For, you know, I'm sure, I mean, I haven't seen a, a recent picture. I'm sure for a 91-year-old woman, she looks, uh, you know, just fine. I'm just going to uh, say younger Marty. Oh, yeah. Marty, 12 years, 13-year-old Marty. Mm-hmm. Was a big fan of Barbara Eden. I was an enormous fan of I Dream of Jeannie, not just because of the great writing and fantastic acting, but also because I found her to be very convincing. There was writing and acting in that show? I (laughs) I know, it's hard to to imagine. I actually, for for a short period of time, uh, I got a dog years ago, and I thought of actually calling him Major Nelson. That's a that's a great name. Was he like a German Shepherd? That's a great name for a German Shepherd. He was a mutt, but I thought it would be great to call a dog Major uh, Nelson, so yeah. I can so do like a like a Doctor Bellows and like Major Nelson. What's going on here? And I thought that would be a great thing to have with a dog. That's but it's like good. a one time joke, really. Yeah, but it's worth. I mean, I don't know. It's worth it unless if you're like Hanley <clears throat> and you adopt old dogs. Yeah, so you're only gonna have them three or four years. It's worth it because the jo- the joke only has to last three <laughs> or four years. <laughs> well, especially if you're doing it from you know different room to yeah. different room. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I want to see a picture of her. There's a picture of her in 1987 on here, and she looks absolutely stunning. I'm I'm going through the entire. Uh, I'm scrolling through everything on on Google Images of Barbara Eden, and you know what? Uh, in in the day, there was maybe nobody prettier than 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 Barbara. I mean, I hate to just you know bring it all down to how a woman looks. I'm sure she's you know a, a very talented, talented woman, she was a very a intelligent woman. Yes, of course, absolutely. But you know what? It, comes right down to the you know the basic needs of a middle-aged man uh you know barbara was uh she was all that i'm reading right here her name uh barbara jean moorhead <clears throat> i would assume so <laughs> um so she sang her way through the great depression yeah ten dollars a night in uh-huh. nightclubs sure she studied at the san francisco conservative of music You're right conservatory of music and she lived in a bottle. Which is the hardest thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And you She th- was well uh, gifted and endowed, or, or yeah. how you say that. To get out of that neck of the bottle, I always wondered how she could do that. And and, and some people are protesting about their apartments in Springfield yesterday. Yeah. Well, you're not living in a bottle, I That's can right. tell you that, even with all those comfortable throw That's pillows right. inside. I mean, I have some friends that have lived in a bottle, and it never ended good for them. <laughs> <laughs> usually end up with a bunch of DUIs and court appearances. <laughs> usually, yeah, right. Usually, when an adult lives at the bottom right. of a bottle, it's uh, nothing right. but bad things are going to happen.
But I have a weird. I'm looking at this picture from 1987. Yeah. And she, I mean, looks flawless. I'm thinking we might have found the world's. She might be the world's sexiest 91 year old lady. I just we just don't have a picture to prove it right now. Uh, I don't know. You know, that's that's so hard to say. Um, because I. She's a really. She was an attractive. She she was. But if I'm going to choose, okay, what is the best looking 91 year old woman alive? Yes. All right. Uh, damn. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the boat on this because she's not quite 90. I think she just died. (laughs) No, no, no. No, she she's 88 and still plugging along. All right. I'd say Sophia Loren still looks still looks beautiful for a woman her age. Loren. Uh, let me, I got to pull this up. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Any, listen, if you, if you did the Google image search yeah. on Sophia Loren in, 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 in her youth, good Lord, what a beautiful woman. Let me, let me look here. Let me look. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I see. I see what she's an attractive lady. Absolutely. You know, I mean, at 90, you know, 88, she's still holding on. All right. She's just I mean? still doing okay. She pulls up next to you in her rascal scooter at the uh, supermarket. You're yeah. Like, well, look at you. I would polish the tennis balls <laughs> in the bottom <laughs> of her walker. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's what I would do. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, yeah. It's funny, though, like when you were a kid. And by kid, I mean, like, you're in your 20s. Yeah. You know, you've... Uh, you know, you're, you're going through the age of discovery. And yeah. you think to yourself, oh, my God. Having sex with a forty-year-old woman—how gross! That would be. Oh God, it's all. Oh my God, how awful! But then you age and you turn forty, and then you get to your fifties, yeah. and you start realizing, hey, you know what? Some of these ninety-year-old, ninety-one-year-old ladies are not so bad. Yeah, I, you know why? Why? Why take things off the menu? A lot of advantage. First of all, works out with the schedule. You know, we got to be up four forty-five in the morning. Nothing like a date that starts at three. Early bird special. <laughs> Home in bed by five thirty. Out. She's got She's got to be asleep by at least no more Lights than up by six thirty. Yeah, eight thirty at night because she still wants to watch her stories. Yeah. But after that, you don't get to take good. her. You got to take her anywhere fancy. You just you know, like a nice quiet night with just you guys in the home shopping network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that's uh, a lot of advantages. We really we sure haven't thought are. it all out. But we sure are. It's uh, age 55 with Bags and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and